Welcome to the Christ Quarter Podcast. Thank you for taking a quarter of an hour out of this day to enjoy the presence of Christ and the words of Christ. Today, let's read a section of scripture, discuss what it means, and also how it applies to our lives. I hope that God will speak to you through my words, and more importantly, through his scriptures, and will bring you closer to him. I am blessed and thankful to have this time to speak with you, and I thank you so much for being with me here today. The Christ Quarter Podcast is available on Amazon Music. Just ask your smart speaker or app to play the Christ Quarter Podcast. I'm also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Today's scripture selection is Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 6, and verses 16 through 17. And Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. The King James Version reads as follows. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob. And Jacob begat Judah and his brethren. And Judah begat Pharez and Zara of Tamar. And Pharez begat Esram, and Esram begat Aram. And Aram begat Aminadab, and Aminadab begat Nasson, and Nasson begat Salmon. And Salmon begat Boaz of Rechab, and Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse. And Jesse begat David the king, and David the king begat Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias. And Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who was called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. And from David until the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. Hebrews chapter 1 verses 1 through 5 says, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee, and again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. The NIV says it this way. This is the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, Judah the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar, Perez the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Amminadad, Amminadad the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon, Salmon the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab, Boaz the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth, Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife, and Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, and Mary was the mother of Jesus, who was called the Messiah. Thus there were fourteen generations in all, from Abraham to David, fourteen from David to the exile to Babylon, and fourteen from the exile to the Messiah.
Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, says, In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact reputation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven, so he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. For which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, today I have become your father, or again I will be his father and he will be my son. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the freedom and the ability to discuss your word and enjoy your presence. Help us to understand your word and your will for our daily lives more fully. We ask that you bless this discussion of your word, that it will speak to someone who needs to hear from you. We ask that you use these words to bring someone closer to you, and that you will touch their hearts to love others through action in your name. That each of us will do something to show love to their neighbor in action as well as in word. That each of us will do our best to represent you to the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. The verses for today are introductory. We are given Jesus' family name in three 14-generation trunks, starting with Abraham. Keeping them at 14 generations probably helped with memorizing all the names. This is very important to know because it gives us another picture of who Jesus is in his humanity, and it shows the fulfillment of Scripture. But what I like about our Scriptures today is the latter part in Hebrews, where we are reminded that while in the past God spoke through prophets, in the present God speaks to us through his son Jesus. Today's scriptures are a brief introduction to the heritage of Jesus. They are also an announcement of our heritage. The heritage that is there for us if we accept Jesus and self-adopt ourselves into the family and into the family business. The family business of spreading the good news of Jesus Christ, fully equipped with the family privilege of having our own private line to God through Jesus. So let's get right to it. So, we're in the family. We are adopted children of God. This also means that we're in the family business. Well, what does that mean? What is the family business? And what are we expected to do? Well, according to the Bible, we are to do several things. But I'm going to focus on two here. We are to love ourselves and others through action. And we are to spread the good news of the Bible. In my opinion, loving yourself can sometimes be the hardest of the two. Sometimes we look in the mirror and we don't see ourselves in love as Jesus would see us. We only see all the bad things about ourselves that we don't like, all the things we've done and we are ashamed of, and all the things that we know we should be doing that we are, for whatever reason, not doing. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28 says, He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27 says, But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. John chapter 13, verse 35 says, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye love one another. And lastly, Romans chapter 12, verse 2 in the ESV says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, 
that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. These verses say to me that we are to control our spirit, our mind, and our thoughts. This will lead us to control our, our bodies. Further, that with this increasing control, we should be an example to those to whom we have shared the good news. When they see us, they should see that we walk the walk as well as talk the talk. They should see in us an example of how to live a Christian life. They should see us showing love to ourselves through self-discipline and showing love to others through action. The last verse here says, again, to me, that we are not to follow the world, but always study the word of God so that we know the scriptures and we will be able to walk the right path when we are tested. That we will be able to discern what is right in the eyes of God and in the will of God and do that. And of course, that we will love our neighbors and ourselves through action. That's pretty simple, but it isn't easy. Sometimes I feel like I can't make it, but that's when I go to one of my favorite verses. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God had not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. We have the power of God in us. We have the spirit of love in us, and we have a sound mind, a good brain. We are able to read or listen to the word of God. We are able to learn from it, walk it out in our lives, and be examples to those who are watching us. So what about the second part, spreading the good news to the furthest parts of the earth? This is something that a lot of people ignore because they feel that they don't have the gifts needed to do this. We all, every one of us, can spread the good news. As I mentioned earlier, we should love ourselves enough to become better Christians and walk the Christian walk. This is spreading the good news in our own little corner of the earth. As the saying goes, think globally, but act locally. Psalms chapter 96 verse 3 says, Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And Mark chapter 16 verses 15 and 16 says, And he said unto them, Go ye into the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. Together these verses, in my opinion, are saying that while we will get tired, keep going. Keep going and the Lord will have his outcome in his time. The good thing about this is that the Christian life, while not always easy, is joyful. Adding to that the fact that we have an assurance that the right outcome is sure means that we don't have to worry either. The Christian life of spreading the word is a good life when done in this way. And don't let the word preach get to you. As the saying goes, I would rather see a sermon than hear one. Some people give sermons by verbally preaching in a pulpit. But most of us preach by walking out sermons in our lives every day. That concludes our scripture discussion for today. Thank you for spending this time with me, talking about, learning about, and enjoying Christ. It is my hope that God has used my words to touch you today and has brought you closer to Him. Please contact me if you wish to have further information about Christ. Please email me at blackhattoday at gmail.com with Christ quarter in the subject line. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. The Christ Quarter is available in Amazon Music. Just ask your Amazon smart speaker or app to play the Christ Quarter podcast. If you would like to learn about podcasting or have your own podcast, please share your name and your questions with me. If you would like to respond to anything I've said here today, please leave a voicemail or text at that same number. If you find value in my message, please support me via my cash app, dollar sign, black hat today. And please subscribe. It helps me out a lot. It has been a privilege to talk with you today, and I look forward to talking with you again soon, maybe in person. This is Kirk. Meet me again here as soon as you can on the Christ Quarter Podcast.